0: Hello out there and welcome to our day for devotion podcast listeners. We are in week 22 and we are core 22. I don't know how many weeks it's been but uh, core 22 here we're talking about the golden rule and uh, before we get into the do's that we wish done uh, just full disclosure this is our second go at this you know it's funny we just we just did a uh, I don't know I guess we recorded the podcast uh and and the thing that i wish i had done and i know dan you wish i had done unto you was press the uh, audio button and so what we did is we unraveled at the very beginning which is kind of funny because at the end of that recording uh, we'd really gone through most of it and hadn't unraveled at all and then it turns out we were unraveled at the beginning didn't know it so there was no audio in the first run and so this is take two of the do Onto others,
1: and, and what I think maybe we should do is just release both of them to see which one people like better—the ones <laughs> that are uh or the ones uh, that uh, they don't. You know, I think for anybody that's listening on Spotify, they already have the option where. You know they could they don't have to look at us they can just hear us and that yeah. might be an option that some people prefer and then this other one would just be the option where you could see us but you don't have to, to hear any of the things that we say yeah so, well you
0: know we are talking about the golden rule and silence is golden so uh
1: it's uh probably just a very large and elaborate illustration which i have to uh, admit i do not uh, appreciate yeah no, in uh, all honesty man it's it's uh, look here's, here's a good example you know I you know obviously you get a little bit flustered but something like that happens and uh, but in all honesty I know that if I you know made a mistake like that uh, I, I would feel bad about you know stuff and I would want someone to be gracious with me and so you know we're 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 going through this together and again we are in the, we are in the golden rule which is about doing things and that's really what we want to highlight in this you know the golden rule is one of those portions of scripture that I think a lot of people know, you know, I think a lot of people in the world know, you know, different aspects of the scripture that they, they, they kind of have a grasp on, Like I think a lot of people know John three sixteen. That's probably among the only ones that people can, they know the verse and they can cite it. Right. And they would probably Book, do it in the James Version. Right. And another one that people know is in Matthew chapter seven, verse one, which they would just say, well, the Bible says don't judge. And they wouldn't cite Matthew seven. They And a lot of people wouldn't even add the lest you be judged, if, if they could even unpack that. Right. And they typically just think it means dismiss everything that you can That's right. Them. There's
0: nothing, you don't weigh anything. Just No, just it all, don't judge. Anything goes.
1: Right. Yep. Uh, you know, hashtag Jesus. Just don't. Yeah. You know, that's that's what people do. And then, of course, uh, there
0: is the famous eye for eye and tooth for tooth.
1: Right. Yes, exactly. And it's funny how much of this is, is connected here in the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, then we come to the Golden Rule. And... You know, nobody says in everything at the beginning, and and if anybody does, no one at the end says, for this sums the the law and the prophets, but most people know this, do, and they would do it again the King James, do unto others as you would have them do unto you.
0: Right. And, you know, there are other versions of this floating out there in the ether, uh, even from, you know, uh, religious or philosophical circles. And, you know, some would say, well, this is just another proof that, you know, all these things are just different versions of the same things.
1: That's right. In fact, at the hospital where I serve here in the Franklin area, they have this thing up on the wall. It's this picture. And there's like this golden ball in the middle of it. And there's all these like rays coming off it like it's the sun. And it says the golden rule. And it does have this one from Jesus in there. And it also has the quote from... Confucius vote don't do to others what you would not want done to you right. and from Hillel which says you know the evil that you do not wish done to you Don't do that to others as if it's all the same, but it's not quite the same is it? There's a there's a subtle difference in an important one.
0: That's right, and it, it comes into the do and the do not That's right And you know Jesus uh, In all these things and, and here it kind of sums up the Sermon on the Mount where he just takes the whole thing and raises the bar It's not just about what you don't do, that you can just, you know, I'll sit on the sidelines, and if I don't do anything, I can't get in trouble, and we're gonna get into that a little bit later. Um, but that's just not the case. And, that's right. you know, it's not just about, well, I'm not going to do wrong, but there's something for us to do. In fact, there's a lot for us to do.
1: That's right. And now, I think sometimes when we get into that, we think, well, no, I do the things, like I, like, and almost like I have my spiritual checklist, right? Like, will I go to church, right? And I especially go like at Easter and Christmas when it's like really important to go. right? And I say grace before meals and I even do it at a restaurant sometimes. right? And so I've got these like, you know, I own a Bible or, or what have you. So I've kind of got these little checklists to go off and say, well, that's kind of my, that's kind of my deal. But when we lead lives that don't line up with the service that we're called to, when it doesn't line up with with the with you know kind of the doing. And again, I want us to understand this is not earning your salvation, it's no. it's living it out. And what I want us to see is the way that God sees that. Now we've got a few different passages to look at today. And the first one is in Isaiah. And what's happened sometimes with this is we don't just have a verse, we have this passage of scripture. And I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but it's Isaiah uh, chapter one, verses eleven through seventeen. And we get this picture of how God feels about kind of this like religious posturing of like, well, I, you know, in this case, like I make the sacrifices and I do the burnt offerings and, and I, and I go to the festivals and assemblies and all these things. And so, you know, that's really enough. But when we have a life that doesn't line up with that, it becomes a problem. And so, because, because the thing is, here's, here's the thing is that God doesn't actually like we offer praise to God. Like he, he wants that. But he can actually live without it mm. you know what I mean we think about, well I've made all these sacrifices god like God owns the cattle on a cattle th- on a thousand hills like yeah. god wants you but make no mistake he does not need you right and so the text says he said the multiple the multitude of your sacrifices what are they to me right he said I've, I've got burnt offerings rams fattened animals he said I've, I've got no pleasure from the the blood of goats and, and lambs, you know? He said, like, in fact, he even says in verse 12, uh, or 13, 13, rather, stop bringing meaningless offerings. Right. Stop it. Knock it off. It says, your, your incense is detestable to me. He says, all your festivals, your new moons, and your Sabbaths, and your celebrations, and, and all stuff, he said, I'm, I'm weary of them. Mm. Because your life doesn't line up.
0: Right. Well, it it's kind of like it's summed up in that uh, lyric that we talked about, you know, on, on uh, the radio. That I'm just trying to get to yeah. church so I don't go to hell. And, right. you know, if the sum total of it, uh, of your attendance, is just to, you know, appease God, because it's certainly not to do him any favors, uh, That that's not right. it. It's like, oh, you know, I try to get there once in a while when I can, you know. And like, so is that is that like a an offering of good to god or is that like keeping god at bay or like what like it really when you unpack it like what's what's the purpose behind it and again if there is no purpose to our engagement in god um you know god you know he's kind of big enough to see through that
1: it it just kind of becomes an appearance thing right and and at the heart of it i don't think it's how we're trying to appear to god i think our sensibilities are high enough that we're not like well you know, this is going to trick God somehow, right. right? I think if we're being honest it's because we're posturing towards others. We'd like other people yeah. to see us as as good or like to see us as as close to God. And yet here's the thing here is like he said, you do all the things. But when it comes to, to areas like service, mm. taking care well. of the widow and the orphan, when it comes to justice, taking up their cause, when it comes to mercy, you know, like alleviating people,
0: you're
1: non-existent yeah you're not existent in that
0: well and that's the thing is like for us as we interact with God it's it's not just about making it to the religious assembly right right and again I think that's where that whole attitude comes from from you know I mean we call it the cultural Christian right where you're like well I, I go like you mentioned the major holidays in some of these instances and and yeah it's almost a substitution for all of these things right of the of the doing good cease what is evil seeking justice correct oppression you know the interactions with the fatherless and with the widow now well I, you know I go to church I do my little church part and then there's this now on the other side of that um, just because I want to be crystal clear that our gathering together is important needed mm-hmm. and commanded um, And, you know, I mean, we all know people, or we've encountered people who, you know, are are committed Christians, but like, well, I just can't do church, I just can't get together because the church is corrupt, or the church is, they're about these, or they have all these problems. Mm -hmm. And so I just can't be a part of it. And I just do find it remarkably common and interesting how, you know, usually that comes along with, you know, a pretty short list of what's going on in the other stuff. Right? That's right. Not usually big seekers of justice. Um, not a lot of orphan and widow interaction.
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah, and th- and that's that's the thing there. And so one of the things I want us to see with this is especially God's attitude towards it. It actually reminds me of a passage in Amos that's very similar where he says, "I you know, I hate, I loathe, I detest your your, you know, your religious assemblies and your, and your songs. And it's just like a way with the noise of your songs. He says, but you know, but let, let justice roll like a river. It's like, if you're, if we're not living it out, if we're not doing our faith, and we've talked a lot in this series about basically we just live out our belief, right. whether it's intentional or unintentional. And so when we come that way, when it's just kind of like, Oh, look at me, I'm doing the things, but I'm not, you know, You know, loving justice. I'm not loving words. I'm not. I'm not actually doing the things. Right. Then, uh, you know, we talked about our prayers being hindered a a few weeks ago, and and here in this passage, he says, "I, when you, you know, spread out your hands in prayer, I hide my eyes from you. Even when you offer many prayers, I am not listening. Your hands are full of blood." And we got to know some context here. We put on the preacher hat again. This is where you know Isaiah is speaking to the people of Judah after the Northern kingdom has fallen. Right. Okay, that God's people failed, didn't do what they need to do. They need to repent or history's gonna come and repeat itself. And, and and they're not hearing it.
0: No, they, they really aren't. And, and again, it just comes down to it's, it's you know, who's this for? Like you mentioned like it's kind of an appearance thing and, and you know, I, I love how it's phrased Uh, John Foreman you know our good dear distant relative has a song that's based out of that passage in Amos saying saying, I hate all your show Mm
1: -hmm, because that's what it becomes
0: and that's what it becomes yeah
1: and that's why that passage ends like it's not just doom and gloom When he says after he says wash you know make yourselves clean take your evil deeds out of my sight so stop doing wrong don't do the wrong and then 17 says learn to do right Not just think right, not just say right-sounding things or know right things, learn to do right. Right. It's like, well, I don't know what to do. What what are you supposed to do? He says, learn to seek justice. Seek out what's right. You'll find it. And then it says, defend the oppressed. What if I don't agree with them? Doesn't matter. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow.
0: It's and it's all
1: That's, it's all do stuff. It's all things
0: to do. And and Micah reiterates it, in Micah six eight also talking to the northern kingdom, uh, as they needed to be told and reminded. Reminded as it begins, it says, "He has told you, like I've told you this already. He has told you, oh man, what good, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice and to love kindness." And to walk humbly with your God, and all of these things are do things. Things. What does the Lord require of me to do? Justice, right? And we don't. We don't look at justice as like a day to day, like something I got to participate in. Uh, to love kindness, and uh, and maybe your translation says mercy, mm-hmm. right? on uh, to walk humbly. And look, we've talked a lot about, as we've talked about these do things, I think that, you know, if if you followed along with the podcast, you've certainly heard us talk about humility as a do thing. And, you know, it's it's not about don't do what you wish not done to you, but get after these things that he has for us to do.
1: Uh, absolutely. I love that you use the word participation. as I think that we, we approach... Um... I think we approach justice in particular more in a participation trophy kind of way. Yeah. I, I, right? Where, like, I can hold up, I'm going to pretend this is a trophy, and then this says that, uh, you know, Dan said that he didn't like people kicking puppies, and they're like, right. oh, that's good. If he, I don't think people should kick puppies either, and he holds the right view. And that's what we kind of think justice is. Sure, and then and then you it's put it's up nice. the,
0: the kind of, like, border or filter on your Facebook picture that you know, has got a little puppy in the corner and says, we don't kick him. That's right. And, and, and look, like I've certainly put the, the border thing.
1: As have I, there's nothing know, wrong with that, by the way. No, but it, but for some people. And, and wrongly, and look, I'm not excusing myself from that. I'm, there's probably I'm not probably there are times when I've espoused things I do nothing about. Okay. Yeah. But we've kind of made that the sum total of justice right. is and the, and the whole cause is is that i put a filter on my facebook or somebody else says something that i agree with and i click like on it and yeah i and my activism
0: this is me doing the justice that's right and, this is,
1: and, and it's not no. and that's the thing justice a lot of times is like well if you were just then you just agree with what i think right or you agree or you're on the right side of a certain cause it's a do thing
0: and I think too, that we look at something like justice and justice comes up often. Well, here we've got it in back to back verses here, back to back in the sense of ones that we're covering. Right. Um, you know, we look at justice, well, I think as like this big, huge thing that we can't impact and don't super interact with individually that like mm-hmm. justice that, that we look at is things that, you know, we view as systematic or, and they are things that like, you know, big governments or big organizations deal with in big ways. And I would argue that there is a lot of, if not most, justice for you to interact with it happens on an individual basis.
1: Absolutely, because what we do is we'll look at these big global problems and say, well, I really can't do, there's nothing I can do about that. Right. Maybe as a giant hole, there's not. Right. But the injustice, that's <laughs> happening in front of you that you could do something about. Some of we say, well, it's just too big. We're like, who am I? Right. You know? And
0: so was, we, re, we say, well, I'm doing right by I don't do the injustice.
1: Right. As opposed right. to
0: doing the justice.
1: Absolutely. I think the other thing is, too, that gets us is we get in this issue where, like, well, like, somebody's being marginalized. Somebody's being treated unfairly. But the person who's being treated unfairly is, is someone, you know, maybe they're not from the church. Um, and maybe they are, they are different from me and they hold different values than, than I do. Uh, maybe I just don't agree with them. Hmm. And I don't have to agree with someone to fight for their justice. Right. You have to agree with someone to be merciful towards them. Yeah you know it's in in some ways it goes all the way back to you you mentioned the person that's like well i don't do church rivers like well because i don't agree as if agreeing is somehow the crown jewel of belonging right right and and so to say well i don't i don't it's i don't i don't necessarily like that they're being treated you know in an unjust way but like i'm not going to do anything about it because i don't agree with them anyway
0: well and again it just it comes down to these interactions of you know it says into love kindness Mm -hmm. right and again, yes. like kindness, <clears throat> you're not getting many gold stars for the sweet and kind to people that you super agree with, super like, super jive mm-hmm. with all the time. That, that, what what good is it? Uh, he says, you know, when you when you love people who love you,
1: right? And exactly. not I mean
0: like that. Look, that's that's the joy of life is loving people that love you and being loved mm-hmm. by them. Uh, that's not a difficult task, you know. Even looking at the you know the parable of the good Samaritan, like you talk about uh, to do justice
1: mm. and
0: to love kindness, yeah, and to walk humbly, as to take up the cause, or I don't know, it's not no, sorry, not take up the cause, but advocate for and do right by somebody that you fundamentally do not agree with. Right? Like that. And in a, in a season of othering that we have been in and continue to be in where there are people who are a part of groups, um, part of certain philosophies, part of certain protests or mm-hmm. counter protests or whatever. And yet you can look at that person, not only do the bare minimum of humanizing them, which is amazing that that has to be stated, that we would humanize mm-hmm. humans, um, but that, you know, I don't have to be belligerent towards that person or snarky at them online. In fact, I could actually do to them the good that I wish done to me.
1: Right. And I think that's why mercy is also how like, this word that's translated kindness <clears throat> or mercy is a big Old Testament word. And it's not just it's not just niceness. Okay? Right. It's not just like, well, he was kind of nice to that person. Like it's a covenant loyalty word of, of obedience Uh, to God, it it could be connected to, you know, that covenant relationship of marriage or like a last will and Testament. Like it's a, it's an important word. And again, that this idea to love kindness, to love mercy. And again, and what that, what that does is not just saying, well, I said that I do like, I said that I love it. We demonstrate it. We demonstrate it. Yeah. Right. Like I can say, I love my wife and if I am only and always unkind to her. Hmm. Uh, that's, that's not going to really prove it out no so i've been meaning again, to
0: talk to you about that actually
1: yeah well yeah. as, I say, as I, but it's, it's actions to act justly to do justice to love mercy to love kindness love is a do thing also it's a it's a verb it implies right. action and then to walk humbly with your god And again we've said this so many times that humility is a do thing absolutely will thing.
0: Yeah, well, if it ends up being a feel thing for you, and you're feeling very humble, then you're no doubt going to feel very good about how humble you are, and then you need to, you know, start over. Exactly. Don't pass go, don't collect $200. You you missed it. Because it's just not... It's You walk humbly with your God, doing what he's asked you to do, and serving who he's asked you to serve, and, uh, you know... Very rarely on those roads are we picking our favorites.
1: When you're walking with the Lord, it's hard not to be humbled. Hmm. When and, you and again, are, that
0: was, say that again because I want to make sure they hear the ED at the end there.
1: When you are walking with the Lord, it's pretty hard not to be humbled.
0: Yeah, to be humbled. I like that. That's, that's...
1: like when you, walk, when you walk with your God walking humbly is probably going to be your only option. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, we, we want to highlight here, we're, we're not earning salvation. No, right? by no we're means. not earning salvation, but we're living it out. And again, I know that a lot of times people like to take down like religion and religion just kind of becomes, well, religious person is the do's and don'ts. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> I actually can't remember if I said this during this recording of the last one, but, um, you know, like I, would not want to be reduced to that. You know, and be especially being a pastor, someone's going like someone would say, "Oh, Dan, you're you're a religious guy," and I, and I kind of bristle at that comment.
0: Right. Well, you, know, you when the world calls somebody religious, it's usually not an endearing term.
1: Right. Right. And so, but religion is not a bad word. No. It's a Bible word. It is. And so, when we move into James chapter one verse twenty-seven, which is our last verse today. It says, "Religion." Okay, that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Now, this isn't to say all you got to do is look after the widows and orphans, and then you're, then you're good. It's, it's highlighting this as a good thing, again, to do, to take up the cause of, it's, it's, a, it's a big thing, Part of what I think it highlights here, too, is that you're not doing mutual back-scratching here. Right. Like, when it talks about taking up the case of the orphan and the widow, these are clearly people that you would do for who have no ability to pay you back.
0: Yeah, and, and again, just before we get too far away from the religious or religion that God accepts,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: because part of why the world, you know, when they say religious or religion, they're categorizing. You know, they're not thinking of, you know, your interactions with the orphan and widow. They're thinking of a group of people and the th- all the things that they are against. That's right. It's about That's what, what they're against and what they don't do. And you know, it it becomes this negative thing. And I think that to a certain extent, we have to wear that a little bit. Yeah. Um. You know, that it's not all just the don't dance and don't chew and don't run with girls that do. Right. Uh, you know, I don't know if Confucius had a take on that one, but, um, you know, I, I don't think that Jesus did either. Uh, but it's, you know, that's, that, that's, that's not the sum total. And again, if, if it's all about what we don't do and what we are against, then we're doing it, we're doing it wrong. And that's where we get into this isolation, uh, peace that that we don't want to be
1: that's right now it is it isn't it's not that this stuff doesn't matter it does say at the end of that verse keep oneself from being polluted by the world and i think but what happens is there are churches that focus so much on that that we just kind of become recluse lose all our influence you poke your head out just long enough to condemn the world then get right back in Mm -hmm. and then we all just kind of congratulate each other about how right and uh and and good we are right and just need to be as i often say just keep doing gooder. And what you miss on that is the, the best way I know to elevate morality is not to hunker down and just be like, okay, just do better, do better, do better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's to serve. Yeah, It's to do. And when you spend your time on the do, taking up, you know, quintessentially the, the cause of the, of the widow or orphan mm-hmm. and everything that would be under that umbrella, you know, God changes your heart.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and look, and he does that as you serve, as you mentioned, because I don't want to lose your point, you know, when you're dealing with, with the orphans and widows, in dealing with people that cannot repay you, and, and again, like, you got to use these and think of these in broad terms, right? Like, if you, if you hear orphan and widow, then maybe it calls to mind people in your life, um, you know, who are missing a parent or both parents or somebody sure. who has, you know, survived uh, a spouse. And, you know, it's, it doesn't mean just because you're in that situation doesn't mean that you are completely disenfranchised. Um, mm-hmm. But there are certainly those who are. And odds are you can think of some people in your life that maybe they could use a hand. Uh, or at least, you know, an offer or, or what have you. There's always opportunities for us to do good and to do That's the right. good that we wish done for us.
1: And, you know, James says again in his epistle that anyone who knows the good, they ought to do and doesn't do it since so we're not you know we think like well the safest way for me is to stay here in the corner and do nothing that way I can't do the wrong thing
0: yeah well that's if that's, that's the do... best way to be unstained by the world right mm-hmm. and so we're kind of unstained and we're unpolluted and you know Useful. as you yeah well and as you mentioned you know we pop up every once in a while just long enough to condemn it and they're like oh I'm being persecuted because of how they responded and, yeah. uh, you know, they didn't like that. And they were mean to me, you know, after I told them that they were sinners and going to hell. And, you know, as I mused aloud as why these unbelievers acted like they didn't believe in Jesus. Right. Like it's just this astonishing, unexpected outcome. And, we, and so we say, oh, well, they're persecuting me.
1: Right. And we kind of forget that we are the ambassadors of Christ. Yeah. that We represent Jesus to the world. And so like, if someone was here visiting Canada as an ambassador from, it doesn't even matter from whatever country, like they come representing that country and if they were to act in such a way that was embarrassing to their home country, if they were acting in such a way that would make others, you know, revile them and therefore revile their country, like that would be a problem.
0: Yeah. Big time, big time.
1: And you know, we I know that I know you guys talked about this on Sunday and, and we did as well. If to speak of the situation you just described, you know, listen, there are no, there's no shortage of, of people who are hated because of Jesus, okay? And Jesus said that will happen if people hate you because of Jesus, scripture says that you're blessed, but if people hate Jesus because of you, that's a problem,
0: mm, absolutely. And look. You know, we look at the world and how they interact with religion or the religious from like, oh well, they don't they don't understand our hearts. they don't understand the heart of Christ. They don't understand what's going on. And yet when I think of you know Christ's command to go out into all nations preaching the word, baptizing all nations, you know I think of uh, David and Norm Morris who are doing great work in Thailand with with Bible translating. think of pioneer Bible translators and some of these ones we've interacted with. And in in mission work, you go and you have to learn the lay of the land. You have to learn to speak their language. You have to learn, you know, what they're about and their culture and their custom. And I think that with that isolationist focus on becoming unstained from the world. And again, it's in there as a command. We're supposed to be unstained by the world. But if we are so focused on the do not do, to the end of being unstained, and then we poke out at the world long enough to condemn it, we don't even know what's going on. We we don't speak their language. We actually have no means to bring them the gospel because we don't know them. We don't know anything about them. And the truth is, at that point, we actually don't even care about them. Right. We, we are offering them Jesus, knowing they are not going to take it. And we know that we're offering it in a way that they won't and uh yeah that's that's that not, not, it's
1: not what we would want done to us to bring it all back to so like what are we talking this is the golden rule it is and it's and it's a do thing it, it,
0: it do really thing. truly is it is and, and you know you you've you've talked about this and we talk about this and the Bible is really there are some don'ts but it's way more a book of do's. and if you get in to doing those dues, you're gonna have a lot more success. Absolutely. If getting things done. And,
1: and it's gonna change your heart. That's the thing, like it's almost like God's way is like correct and right. <laughs> and if you do what he's called you to do, you'll be amazed at the way that he transforms you, he transforms your life, he transforms your environment, and through you, transforms those around you.
0: Yep, just be golden. You be golden. That's right. <laughs> so good we can even do it twice like we did this podcast today That's right. maybe you'll listen to it twice probably, probably not no <laughs> <laughs> anyway um at here at the at the end of this uh, i want to thank you for listening dan i do i want to thank you for having this conversation with me a second time i do want to thank you for your graciousness that is the the good that i would wish done to me and uh you know it's, it's just one of those things that I guess when it comes back around, I'll probably forget and won't do it for you. But hey, look,
1: uh, I said, The favor will probably be returned in, in, you know, in short order. In
0: short order, indeed. Uh, so, look, here at the end, we are going to pray. I'm going to pray for you in the things that you do and how we serve, remembering that there's so much good that God has for us to do. And so, uh, let's just get at it. So, uh, I'll pray for us. Our great God and Heavenly Father, we acknowledge your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness. And God, I just thank you for uh, everybody who is listening. I pray a special blessing on them that you would, uh, as you have so much that you have required of us, Lord, that you would give them the clearest indication as to things that they can do, the ways they can serve, and, and the ways that they can bless others and will in turn be blessed. Uh, God, I thank you for the opportunity to serve you in so many ways. And... God, I thank you most of all for Jesus Christ. And it's in his name that we pray and give you thanks. Amen. Amen. Right on. Well, again, we thank everybody who has uh, tuned in. Or I guess it's a podcast. So you don't really tune in. That's more of a radio thing.
1: Yeah, what, what frequency are we on?
0: Uh, once, it's a high one. Yeah, one, once a week. Once a week.
1: Right, right. That's, that's
0: the frequency. <laughs> I'm
1: very, quite frequent.
0: Yes. So hopefully you will continue to free, frequently Unravel and tune in and hit the music. All right,
1: Ah, all right, music. Correct, yeah,
0: music.